Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Side chat. Here it is, Monday, August 29, 2022. Here, first show as a 26 year old. <laughs> you know, you look good. The end is in sight. Yeah, you gotta look, start well. Last will and testament, and just hospice. look as long. Wait, can you can you just leave this entire network to Noah? I, I I I could do it. Just do it. Could you imagine, just for a moment, him attempting to have hmm. real conversation with Anthony? Him hosting interviews like you. I don't think Anthony would go for that. Could you imagine him <laughs> talking with, with Mike and Manny for four hours? It's close to six months or days twice actually. a month. Yeah. God damn it! I still so I I am going to nudge my way into one of those shows. They just sound so fun. If you can coordinate an actual uh, recording these days, that'd be lovely. Our schedules have not meshed since uh, the off season. Well, mercifully, the only thing we have to talk about is you know chefs and culinary type of things coming into the center. That's they it. signed Hayden Hodgson. Oh, sure. I'm sorry. Let's talk about two-way contracts. Yeah. It's one way in his second year, actually. In the second year, yes. Which is 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 a choice. I mean, it ultimately doesn't matter when you're making that little money, but typically speaking, no. the intention of one-year contracts is NHL-bound. So they must actually consider him a prospect, uh, which is, you know... Sure. Where's he going to... Whatever. <laughs> it's, yeah. Why not? <laughs> sure. Your cut matches your hat... Yeah, man. I um, so I've I've had a week, and uh, I was sitting here, and I was like, "All right, let me." Um, I was like, "Let me, uh, you know, let me fill up on some water up here for this show." And I'm sitting here, and I'm getting like dehydrated, like immediately every day, and I don't know what's going on. So I've just been drinking, just pounding back thirty-two ounce waters. Just keep going, just keep drinking. It's stupid. So I went and I filled this up, and I, I was like. I left a water bottle on like the little banister in my upstairs. So I was like, Oh shit, I'll, I'll take that in here too. So now that's here. And then the water bottle that I specifically left in here for the show is here. So there's a 106% chance that I will just be peeing into this cup at some point. Is that what the toilet paper behind you is for? Uh, no. So did you know uh, some people dry the tip of their dick with me? Uh, the, uh... There's a callback. <laughs> There is a with single ply, no less. I uh, could you wait? Let's talk about that for a second. Because what would be worse, single ply, and knowing that it's like effectively sandpaper that you're putting on the tip of your unit, or like a really, really soft multi ply that kind of feathers, and now you got like little, little balls of cotton or whatever the hell 
this paper is inside your urethra. Like, what's worse in that scenario? Probably the uh, the, the one ply. So that's my thought too. But then I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, I, if you're if you're aggressively wiping the tip, you got to assume that something's going to get all up in there. And it can't, but like, what if there's a blockage? What if you can never get it out? What if it unfurls inside of itself and it kind of coils into your unit and it's along the urethra wall, but now it's, now it's like a, a full strand. So now if you're trying to pull it out, it's like pulling out like the thinnest Q-tip that ever Q-tipped that's inside. So there's too much, there's too much into this. Just here's the thing. Don't, don't wipe the head of your dick after peeing. Just shake it like a real person. We're four minutes into the show and it's already off the rails. You know, you you brought a nice call back up. I saw a kid on a leash, Dan. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I've been I forgot about this until just now. Yeah. Oh, it, the first I can't. There's a park near me, right? <clears throat> so I did not know that you could do this. But and if you're a parent and you're listening in on the show at some point, please. Write in and tell me like what the length that you will go to to just indulge your child's imagination, right? Confidently, this mother, this kid's on all fours rummaging around like a dog barking at squirrels, at the air, at nothing. And she's walking him confidently on a leash with a bag for poops in her other, I was like, "Do you have an actual dog here somewhere? Is he running around?" Uh, I've and seen like, oh, we don't children on leashes before, but they've never been on you know all fours. Uh... <laughs> so I've heard of this before, and I've only seen it a handful of times. Yeah, but they're they they're at least like you can tell that kid needs to be on a leash because. Sure. Like you need one of those exact or exacto. Wow, no, not the exacto knives. You need one of the retractable leashes that when that kid tries to take off, you can hit the lock button and watch him fall on his ass. Yeah. That's important. This is the, this was a regular dog leash. Like like go to PetSmart. Like it looks like she went to PetSmart today, picked up a leash and a collar, and confidently walked out with her kid with it. This kid thinks he's a dog, and I said, "I'm so. Are you looking for a dog? Like is your are you in?" Is your are you is your kid trying to communicate? Are is the dog lost? And she goes, Oh, he's just going through a phase. And I'm like, You can't lady, he's on all fours in a park. Uh, what you can't do that. She, well, it's a phase. He wants to be a dog, and I'm gonna let him be a dog. And I'm like, <laughs> what kind of hippie nonsense is this? This kid forever is going to just be remembered as the child who gets walked in the park with a leash on him on all fours whilst his parent carries bags in case he defecates. And what's the process there? If does he does he sit there and just lift a leg to urinate and just hope that his just like his just kids kid-sized Johnson is going to just fall out a leg? So he doesn't piss on himself. What? What's the what's the play here? Do you put him in a onesie and just snap off the buttons that are beneath the male gooch and just say, "Here, if you need to take a shit, go ahead and take a shit, little kid." Like, what's the play here? Why are you carrying poop? But do you think he's going to shit himself? 
And if he does, are you just going to pick it up and just snap him back up? It's been a while since I've seen you so exasperated. What are you going to do? I can't, I don't understand. Like how, how committed to this did you need to be? Why couldn't you just let him do it in the basement of your own home? This is one of those times we need video. Shane is foaming at the mouth with his eyes wide open right now. (laughs) I just, God forbid. Bid, I'm ever a parent, and my kid goes, Dad, I'd like to identify as a dog. I'd be like, I would like to co-sign on child abuse for one moment only. First of all, let me just make this known. I don't condone child abuse. It was just for the joke. Gotta be all fucking, what? Let your kid be whatever out. gender they want to be. Gender's fine. But you cannot, yeah, you, look, they go ahead. identify Dude. as a dog more power to them. It's 2022, you can't tell people what the hell out of you, man. <laughs> I will just reach through the fucking computer and just, to identify as a dog. I will rip out every beard hair one fucking follicle at a time. I will invert your teeth and put them back into your skull one tooth at a goddamn time. Dan, I will put your left eye to your right eye. I'll do it all, man. I don't care. Who lets this kid do this shit? He's fucked up for life. Because of that parent's decision. There has to be a line, right? There has to be a line. You have to, if a kid comes up to you and says, I want to identify as a dog, you have to say that that's fine in the comfort of our own home and never near another human being. What the fuck? Taking him outside is a uh, mistake and all. In a public park, Dan, whilst hold a real, by the way, what happens if someone comes up and just doesn't buy the whole he's identifying as a dog and they just think you're a fucking lunatic and you're just like, wait, is he is she abusing this child? Because that collar was tight and she was yanking. <laughs> when he was barking, she was going, what the fuck? When I was a I little just, kid. Uh... Oh my God, Dan, be careful with where you go with this. <laughs> it's just not me. It's I uh, I was at the Q Mart with my dad, and for anybody that knows what the Q Mart is, you only you understand the story. But uh, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I was young at the time, and there was a big titty goth chick walking her equally goth boyfriend on a leash, and he was on all fours. So that's probably why I'm all fucked up as I am today. Well, that's uh, a master dom situation. That's yeah. different. I I support that. That is what it is. It was, it was very that's different. Uh, you know, eye opening to twelve year old Dan the Flyer fan. Now I like getting my balls tortured. Well, hey, <laughs> there, there you go. I just. Oh, I'm picturing just a giant, like one of those. Uh, That's the, an the elderly sim- pod throwback for anybody. That the, the, the symbol monkeys underneath you just <laughs> clapping your shit together right now. Whew. I'm <sighs> telling you, man. And look, it's been a weird week. It's, it's all I'm going to say. I um. This is an I also already. I also had so I had a, I had an appointment today, right? And I go to leave the house. Hopefully um, with some kind of therapist. So <laughs> that wasn't with a therapist, although Lord knows there is much need. But uh, I, you know, I'm I'm going to leave the house, um, and this is like this is this is an important appointment, something I need to be at. And um, I walk outside the house, and fucking across the street, guy is walking over with a seven iron in his hand. And I'm like, I just made dead ass eye contact with him as he's waving. I shook my head and I just said, 
nope, and walk back in my house. And I figured any rational person would be like, "Mm, he didn't want to talk. That's fine. He waited for 19 minutes in my driveway. You know the way that dogs wait by the front door thinking that you're never going to come back and it's the saddest thing ever? When a person does it, a grown person, an adult male human does that outside in your driveway. I think that's considered stalking and not fucking adorable. He just paced out front with a seven iron. It's okay. I didn't fear my life. He doesn't look like someone who can swing it. But still, 19 minutes, I didn't even go to my appointment. I had to call. And do you know how that conversation went? Hey, I'm really sorry. I have to reschedule. (laughs) There's a guy outside my house with a seven iron. And they were like, excuse me? And I'm like, it's okay. He's literally harmless. It's just uncomfortable. And I don't want to talk to him. And they were like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I should have just not explained it. I should have just said I can't make it today. And I'm sorry. That's on me. My bad. Don't think into this. You'll lose sleep. I'm losing sleep. He's still out there with a seven iron. I still don't, I can't come. Bottom of the line. I can't come. We'll talk about it another time. Uh, and Dan, as I'm saying this, I do need to be back in therapy regularly. Yeah, you're, like, in, a, you're in a mood tonight. Yeah. Look, I had a terrible week last week, and I had not so much better of a week this week. Um, and 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 look, I, no secret, you know. And to all the listeners, by the way, who have reached out, very sweet of you guys. Uh, I am fine. It has nothing to do with me. Um, well, almost nothing to do with me. Um, but stressed nonetheless, and I appreciate everyone reaching out. It's very kind. Um, but yeah, like two weeks ago, I obviously I was light on content owned up to that and i was like all right well this week i was like i need to leave this house i need to go do things i got shit going on and boy do i wish i didn't holy dick just what a fucking nightmare it's 2022 do you still does everyone still just use other people's netflix that they have no affiliation to whatsoever any longer like are people still doing that we're still that cheap Uh, i'm sure most people do or some people Okay, I wasn't sure. I had to reserve. I my buddy Bar, and I say this, I, he is a good friend. I, I haven't seen him in God, what feels like years. Probably not quite that long, but um, he's been on my Netflix for I don't know since we were like nineteen or twenty. Um, and I loaned him a book that I really wanted to get back because I wanted to loan it to another buddy of mine because I was just talking about it, and he still had it. And I'm like, ah, shit. I was like, you know, let me call him and get this back. Called him. Doesn't answer. Call him. Doesn't answer. Shot him a text. I said, Hey, I'm going to fucking turn off the Netflix. If you don't give me the book, (laughs) no answer. And I realized, well, I can't turn the Netflix off because that impacts my ability to relax at home too. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck up his algorithm. So every day I log in and I, I, I started watching, the first 30 seconds of like documentaries like cheer and like teen rom-com and children's TV shows just to fuck up his algorithm. He calls me in a panic and he goes, dude, are you fucking watching Netflix? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And he goes, are you watching my profile? I'm like, first of all, they're all my profiles. (laughs) I pay for it. But why do you why do you ask? And he's just like, dude, I'm getting the weirdest shit recommended to me. And he's going through it. And I'm just like, have you recently touched a child? 
Like, are you on some sort of list? Because if you are, I'm taking you off this Netflix account. I can't be affiliated with someone who's going to do that type of shit and behave in that type of way. And he goes, dude, I'm not doing that. I think someone else is watching the account. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. By the way, do you have my fucking book? And he goes, you're such a dick. So now I'm committed to it. So I'm going to have to keep putting random children's bits on this dude's. I can't say children's bits. That's the wrong fucking phrasing. <laughs> Boy, that's terrible. I got to put random children's television shows. This may teen... be the episode where we get canceled. <laughs> it could be. I don't, I don't know. You know, teen rom-com stuff, um, you know, on this dude's profile uh, on, on my Netflix account. Um, but yeah, dude, it's been a weird fucking week. I'm, that's weird week, but. I don't know. How's your week, though, man? You, you, you do Clearly okay. not as good as yours. <laughs> Have you taken a breath in all 16 minutes at this point? No. Fucking hell. <clears throat> I have not. Um, and chances are I will not if we don't start getting some of these questions, so we might as well jump into some of those. <clears throat> uh, this person says, How do you resist the urge to spin in office chairs as I'm currently <laughs> spinning in an office chair? I think I've been spinning in an office chair for all 600 episodes of Brotherly Pod thus far. Uh, you do move a lot on an yeah. office chair. Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll admit. Um I uh so I find it very easy to not spin on office chairs. I feel like if I rotate too far in any direction on these chairs that my obesity will kick in and it will snap. Uh, so for me, it's a safety concern. Uh, I logically, I looked at myself in the mirror. I made an evaluation. I said, Shane, your days of spinning in chairs are over. You have to sit as still as, as humanly possible. That way that this axle holding this chair in place is secure. Uh, so I don't spin in chairs. I sit as still as possible. Dan, you're laughing at the next question. Roll on. This person says, if you had to name your kid after a car, what would you call it? I love that it says it. <laughs> what would you call it? Um, uh, Dodge Durango esh. What way? What would you call it? <laughs> Dodge Durango esh. Oh, okay. Dodge Durango esh. I I thought for sure it would be it's Corvette, right? That's the one that you keep trying to get. Uh, uh the Corvette and the Lamborghini actually. I've, I've uh, Lamborghini okay, in yeah. recent years. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't remember what the hell it was. Um. Yeah, I would uh, I would go the uh, Aston Martin Vantage. Uh, I would just I would want everyone to know, you know that that this kid, it's a legit kid. This is a fantasy child. No one is going to ever like no no whatever whatever this child attracts, male, female, or other. You're never getting a date with this. It's not a realistic possibility. What if he identifies as a dog? I will. Move on to the next question, Dan. I'm going to lose it. I feel like this is where cardiac arrest happens in our in our. I feel like this is the end of all days. Holy shit! <sighs> ah, uh, this person says, "Who's a player you wish was a flyer but never was?" Huh. That's a great question. Eric Stahl. Um, my childhood. You've loved him forever. I fucking love Eric Stahl. You, yeah, well, Calvin I feel was like the every... other one, but he was a flyer for uh, a hot second there until he wasn't used appropriately. Yep. So Stahl would be my guess, and the Flyers have had ample opportunity over the last few years to grab him, and they never did. It feels like every deadline he was there for him. Yep. But, um Yeah. No, that's. But uh, you know that would mean that Chuck Fletcher addresses the team's center depth, which he has no interest in doing. Uh, so. 
Sure, sure. Um, there was a. Did you write the article reviewing another article that came out about the um, uh, the Gretzky thing that Philly was on the table at one point and then pulled out? He thought it was going to be potentially Philadelphia. I'm sure I've was... covered it at some point. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. Um, no, I think um, I'm going to stay current on on this. Um, I, I fucking love Alexander Ovechkin, man. I could watch that dude play every single night um you know and and he's been he's been a joy to watch because it's been something that the organization has failed to go after uh you know through draft or through free agency um or trade for that matter ever like a, just a shoot first guy um like that just how much fun it would be to have a guy who could touch 50 every year um so I'll go. I'll go with a recent name. We'll go with that. Uh, this person says, uh, "Which of the new five-star dining options at the Wells Fargo Center will lead to the Flyers Stanley Cup glory?" <sighs> so, all seriousness here, I, it's it's a good move for the building. Um, it's you just know, so like tone deaf towards. It is, um, but it's look. It's a response to like the, there's there's clearly an understanding at this point that, and again, it's not that the Wells Fargo Center is obviously not used for you know a myriad of other events, but you know, first of all, the the Philadelphia like restaurant scene and culinary scene has been an increasing one for I'd say the better part of the last decade, decade and a half. Um, you know, so like th- this food movement into the city is not a new thing, um, you know, but putting, you know, interesting dining options inside a, a professional sports arena seems kind of like, boy, we are just scrapping at anything to get attendance and to get people in these seats because they understand that the, ta- the talent that is here with the Sixers potentially, you know, leaving for their own arena at some point, like they're going to, this is going to be their, their flagship uh, ticket sale, you know, for 41 nights out of the year is, is going to be, you know, the Philadelphia Flyers. They're going to have to bring people in, um, you know, so I think it's it's smart from a monetary standpoint. But just as you mentioned, it's 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 fine. It is what it is. You're adding a pizza place. Whoop the fucking do. But at the same time, like you're making this big press release and oh, my God, this pizza place coming to the last one. Great. There's going to be 2000 people in your building, you know, by the time January rolls around getting $15 tickets off StubHub. Nobody's going to pay for $50 tickets that were handcrafted by some guy and touching his fucking ball sack that I've never heard of to fucking get there. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Awesome, great. More pizza places in the Wells Fargo Center. But Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up until you fucking get this organization back on track, you idiots. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's... Yeah, you used the word tone deaf and... And I think that's accurate. You know, at this point, you know, those are not the things that the fan base wants to hear. I think if you want to make just a blanket Wells Fargo Center announcement and not tie it to a Flyers thing, you know, whatever. Which I think it kind of um, was, except they put it out under a Flyers legitimate but they, press release. Correct. Because <laughs> I got the um, email and I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I, I think wasn't it in part like to attempt to get more season tickets? Well, I think that's the idea is making your right. overall experience better. Right. And, and selling. So, but that's what I mean. Like, had it been, who is going to be like, you know what? 
Flyers I, are going to really lose nine to two, but God damn it, I can get a thirty dollar pizza. Sure, why uh, not? Sign me up. <sighs> Just hate this organization. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, this person says, Hey, Shane and Dan, just driving home from Quebec City to Montreal and saw the weirdest highway sign just outside Drummondsville. Uh, imagine the universal image of a male-female washroom sign, only they were holding hands with a child, and the sign showed their butt cheeks. To my wonderment, I realized I... <laughs> to their wonderment, I realized I was at a nudist resort! What are your thoughts on nudist? Is it a legit, uh, legit lifestyle or some sort of bizarre sex cult? No, I am not stopping there, Manny. <laughs> uh, first of all, you should have stopped there, if nothing else, for research. Um, I remember there was a stand-up uh, comedian by the name of Michael Loftus. I believe he only ever had one special. Um, and he mentions how, you know, and he's he's just like an average-looking dude like any of us, right? And he's like, he and his wife went on their honeymoon to a nude beach somewhere. And he was like, you'd think you'd never want to do it, you know, and you'd be real self-conscious, you know, unless you're, you know, hung like Dan, uh, you know, and then have, a, 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 I don't know, a body like Nick. Nick looks like he's in good shape. Uh, you know, like you're probably going to be like a little reserved, right? And he's just like, and I still remember this. He's like, do it. He goes, do, you're going to be a fucking 10 on that beach. So my thought is, Manny. You should have just stripped down, gotten ass naked, and walked into that like a fucking boss. Just walked in. Don't even shake people's hands. Just shake their unit. Just like, oh, isn't this how you greet each other here? Whoa there. It's a little aggressive, sir, but I like the Western grip. I appreciate that. I don't know if it's a sex cult or not. Manny, I don't know. But I'd be willing to find out. Yeah, I'd be all for it. What the hell? That's what I'm saying, right? Like you really just just walk in, just you know, how do you high five? You just slap a titty here? What's what's the what's the what do we do? How does this work? I don't know. You get to plead ignorance on everything. Everything. <laughs> you just walk in there and do a bunch of random shit and they're just like, What is this his first day? And you're like, It is. <laughs> you can get away with everything. Yeah, there, I'm sure there's a rule book on the etiquette somewhere. You can look it up. Douth thou slap dicks when walking you... into your nudist room. <clears throat> that's it. Just that's how they <laughs> just <laughs> that's how everyone, you know, they, they all do those crazy. What's those dances? Uh, it's a cultural type of thing, you know, where this um, it's like an islandy cultural thing. Cool. Yeah, whatever it is. Right. Could you imagine, though, that like it, it was that, but it was just in a greeting form. Right. Like I aggressively pound my nipples. <laughs> throw my hands down my gut and just flick my tip at you and you flicked it back at me and we're just like we're buds now like that's how things work in that culture i don't know <laughs> like we would never know do you think they do vetting for, for a nudist colony <laughs> dude like how do you get references for that right like you just sit there and just be like well listen i've been swinging for years here here's michael and sally's number here's brenda and mark's number and you just move on and they call him and like listen are they uh reputable and they're like oh no he thrusts his unit at other people <laughs> to say hi and they're like we don't want your kind huh oh fuck anyway <laughs> next <laughs> Yeah, sure. Next question, I guess. Uh, he says, Hi, Shane. Make anything good with the elbow macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
now i have not made anything with the elbow macaroni yet um so last week i did not cook a single thing because i was hitting the depress button for a bit um and then this week um i have not made not made anything with pasta uh yet but i'll i kind of have to now right i mean i have four boxes of it so i gotta i gotta figure out what to do I really want to do like, because I feel like elbow, like it's the only thing you do with is like mac and cheese, right? Yeah. Right. Like, it's like, you can't like, like, it's just, they're, they're, they're so small. Like it's, it's not enough to like grab like a sauce. It's not like, it's just the only thing you can really do is just, che- it's just cheese. Like, I feel like that's it. I feel like the limitation is there. So what I kind of want to do is to like, have another not like a party party because i don't want people at my house forever again but like maybe just like you know how like during the pandemic they had the 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 drive-through things parties right where which was just fucking dumb everyone wasted gas to beep their horns and piss all their neighbors off because (laughs) someone graduated high school like it's a big fucking accomplishment yeah um but what I want to do is I, I just want to like a like a Michael's lemonade stand or right what's it was it Michael Alex Alex's lemonade stand but with mac and cheese and a create your own so I just want to create like a like a, a a neutral normal mac and cheese with all four boxes just a giant cauldron of it and then have a bunch of different fixings to fuck around with it and you just bring your vehicle don't get out just hand me a little card that tell I don't even want to talk to you just hand me a card that says what you want I'll sit there and mix it all up. Give it to you through the the, the 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 passenger side window, and you just drive away. We don't say anything. We don't make eye contact. We just you hand me the order. It's like I'm like the soup Nazi, right? From Seinfeld. Just no soup for you. No substitutions, right? No, that's it. You you hand me an order. I hand it back to you. You drive away. I get four boxes of this out of my fucking house. I'm here for it. I'll make everybody mac and cheese. Why not? Okay. Uh, this person says, does Shane think he has enough left in the tank of a baseball career to join the Savannah Bananas? So one of my other buddies on my one team had mentioned this to me. That would be a hell of a gimmick. So he said, cause I will do something like at this point in my life and career, I mean, I, you just gotta have fun, right? Like any way that you can. And like, I used to be this real, like kind of stoic type of, like, I didn't show a ton of emotion. I, I was just, I was really just fundamentally sound. I I was a good player and I just, I did the right things, got on the field, got off the field, moved on in life. But as I've gotten older and I'm like, you know what? I've played for some really shitty teams. Like I've had, I've played defense behind some horrendous pitching. You got to have a little bit of fun. I think I could do well with a Savannah bananas. Go out there and introducing shortstop at 687 pounds Shane me that's it. and you go out there and you I, just take a screaming line drive right to the right tit you didn't even notice it and that's it boom, pull a cheesesteak out of my <laughs> cheesesteak out of my batter's bag left pocket start eating it be fine you can Not, I jo- we can uh, join together and play in the outfield i'll take center of course because i'm more nimble but we'd sit out there with a little table just like this and record an episode of flyer side <laughs> chat during an inning right it's either either that or we are the only two bullpen pitchers that they use that we never get into games and we just sit in the bullpen 
with like a checkers board table, <laughs> like a bunch of senior citizens sitting in front of us. And we just call the game <laughs> sarcastically from the sidelines. Um, that could, that could happen. Uh, yeah, no, I, for, for what it's worth, I am, I'm still a, a decent baseball player, you know, certainly not as, certainly not as, uh, as quick moving. It's not as visually pleasing to see or to watch. Um, but I still get the job done. So I feel like, you know what, I could go out there and make some people laugh and make some good plays at the same time. Boy, I'd have fun with that. Let's get them on the phone. Almighty. All right. Find a short one so I can practice reading these here. Um, um, this person says, if you could have a Dream Flyers defensive pair, who would it be? A player from any era. Could be players from any era. Uh, Sam Moran and Mike Rathje. <laughs> Oh, I would love that. You and the Sam Moran thing. Um, hmm. Dream Flyers depends fair from any year. Um, Eric Desjardin and Chris Pronger. Pronger, yeah. Desjardin and Pronger is probably a good one. Um. You could throw a team early years teaming in there. He was a lot of fun to watch too. Um, but yeah, I think Eric Desjardins and uh, <laughs> Pronger is probably the right one. <laughs> I feel I feel seen about this one. Uh, this per- Christ. Bert says, Hello, Dan and Shane. Please help. I am in fear for my life. But instead of calling 911, I thought I'd text you guys and wait until tomorrow to hear your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> One night last week, as I was in my pajamas, tucked comfortably into bed with a glass of warm milk, I was just about to say my evening prayers. I. Re- <laughs> I received a call from a blocked number. I answered thinking it might be a local charity and need some donation. <laughs> but no, two rapscallions who were high on alcohol berated me, mocked my family name. They purposely pronounced it incorrectly as if I was named after a gelatinous substance. <laughs> the next day I learned my great uncle Randolph that our family did in fact develop the process to create gelatin. And we were filthy rich! I'm now afraid the two ruffians who accosted me will try to steal my fortune. How should I defend myself if these drunkards come knocking? <laughs> well, if you're if you are that rich now, I think that uh, I've always wanted a moat. Just with some dangerous anything inside it, just around my property. So I know that that would be the... Fr- like, I would just sit there and just watch, you know, cross the street guy come walking over with a seven iron and just fall into a moat. And just watch his demise. God, I'd love that. I'm hard just thinking about it. Uh, I got that same call, by the way. Yeah, Twice. I, I heard there was something last week where there was a couple drunkards just uh, randomly calling. Damn this, damn this thing! Just kept calling me Sean. Is this Sean Mead? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. That was a... yes, yes, it is. Yeah, I thought it was someone from the Republican Party. 
uh, <laughs> asking for a donation at nine o'clock at night. Um, so we, yeah, we, we all, we all experienced the, that call from whomst we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Bunch of Can reps. Confirm or just oh, hooligans, man. I'm telling you just disgusting human beings. But my, uh, my advice remains the same. Build a moat. I think it'd be awesome. I also just want to see one in person and at a regular person's home. Could you imagine if like a, a member, like, could you imagine Manny was just like, Hey, if you guys are ever, ever up in Canada, uh, we you can know, go to a resort together. We we all pass through a nudist resort. I slap cocks with someone. <laughs> we, we get thrown out. Some kind of watch list. Somehow Katie remains there. We don't know why. <laughs> we drive on. We get 50 miles further. Have no fucking idea that she's still left behind. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's out there just tracing nipples on a wall. Just have no idea why. What's going on. Um what a what a fucking show but yeah we pull up to manny's house and he's just like just hold on let me let down my bridge so you can cross the moat i'd be like this is great i'm never leaving manny's got himself a roommate Good. always wanted a moat <clears throat> it was a good one uh where the hell do we leave off uh I which philly know. sports player leaving hurt you the most uh, I see this question pop up on Twitter me. from time to time, and my answer is always uh, when Peter Forsberg left at the 2007 trade deadline and then Robert Ash left in the offseason of 2007, I was devastated. A little 11-year-old Dan the Flyer fan was heartbroken. <laughs> That's actually true. So, like, when you're a kid, things definitely because you don't understand it as much. Um, so, like, I'd, I'd have to think back... Um, and then Primo and DeJardin uh, retired the year before they retired in 06, which was hard. And then Forsberg and Esch left, which was fucking even more brutal. I think it's why I held such a resentment towards the and why Richards you Carter on the era. It's like, sure, because they like, weren't them. <laughs> you're no fucking Keith Primo. Yeah, well, hey, there you go. Um, yeah, I think for me, the, the, the two most were, um, like I said, Ch- Chase Utley. You know, I, I just respected the way he played the game so much it's how i played the game and still you know when i need to be serious about the game of baseball you know it's still how i i prepare and and hold myself um you know i I, he was just a joy to to watch um and then the other one an unpopular one here but i i I hated that you know andre Iguodala had to leave philadelphia um, I was a big Iguodala fan. Um, I worked with him a lot when I was uh, when I was down at the center working, and he was just a like he seemed relatively standoffish. I know to the Philadelphia media and to the fan base, and um, he actually touches a lot of it on on his uh, in his book. Um, but uh, but when you when he really got down to it, like he he was he was a really nice guy and really smart um, and knowing that he was leaving and, and that I wasn't going to cover him as a sixer anymore was, was pretty tough. Um, yeah. So those are my two. Okay. This person says, uh, pleasant. Good evening to you, Dan and other guy. <laughs> Off to a great start. Keep going. I am the one who knocks on the door to your nightmares of one-star reviews. Shane. Okay. <laughs> you don't get to say I am the one who knocks Mr. Walter White. Good. Start it a different way. Don't skip over that word. That's dumb. 
that is reserved for the greatest cinematic scene, dialogue scene. Continue. Shane, on last week's show, you said you hoped that I was still listening. I am! And yes, it's hate listening, but it's required by job, bro, so give me a break. I work for the NSA, so I have to listen to a lot of stuff I don't want to hear. I apologize for the one-star review. Sometimes your stupid, sexy voice gets in my head, and I can't understand it. So stupid you are, and sexy. Never mind that! My buddy at the IRS will be garnishing 50% of sales. Dan makes for many one-star review shirts. Bite me, Shane! Oh, I wish you would. <laughs> I, is he the one I'm slapping dicks with at the nudist colony? Well, apparently, yeah. Holy shit. Got a little hate fuck going on right here. Um, if this were, in fact, the real one-star listener, which we do not believe you are, but if you were, I would just like to say, fuck you! Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um our, our sexy voices that's awesome and other guy you can't start off and other guy and then mention my name eight times now i feel unsafe do we think it's the guy across the street do we think it's neighbor across the it, street it, guy? It, it sounds like it could be yeah right he's over there just giving me one star reviews because i won't fucking hang out with him <laughs> so you have to listen to these stories about myself all the time <laughs> Also, the NSA bit. Quality. Well done. I respect that. Uh, This person says, what do you think the moral of Jack and the Beanstalk was? The the, the moral? Did you ask for, like, (laughs) deep deep questions again? (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, Oh, God. Um, I think it was the first Viagra commercial, personally. Take a couple... Take a couple beans and just watch some shit grow. What are you watching right now? Uh, some movie. I don't know what it is, but uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a creative uh, something about my stock, but it teaches you to bounce up with it. Sure. <laughs> sure. Bouncing. Bouncing. Like that. That's where my stock like goes. You know what? I just doing that for just half a second there. I've I don't think I've ever given any woman that I've ever been with enough credit for reverse cowgirl. That's tough. That's a workout. Yeah. That's that's tough. Yeah. Like I'm just sitting here like Huh. <laughs> Visually just glorious for us sitting there on a couch like the fat slob that I am, just being like, Yeah, you do the work. <laughs> My quads are burning, and I'm not even aggressively going up or down right three now. Three squats, and Shane's uh, had enough. I'm hurting, man. I feel like I got a hip flexor, a quad injury, a groin, all of it. I, my middle toe won't stop growing. I just, it's probably from the fucking beans. I don't know. Shit is weird. <clears throat> this person says, rank these shows from best to worst. Uh, the Walking Dead, The Wire, Ozark, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and Game of Thrones. That's a lot of fucking shows, man. You got to slow down. The Walking Dead, six shows. The Wire, Ozark, right, well, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, break- Game of Thrones. All right, so it's Saul, then Breaking Bad, our top two. The Wire is probably three, although upon rewatch, The Wire does not hold up as much. Um. I guess Ozark's four and Walking Dead is five. 
Was there another option there? Game of Thrones. I I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. I know that I, that's that all piss people off, but um, I won't knock that that or The Walking Dead. I'm I'm I don't watch either. Um, tried both, couldn't just couldn't get into it. But I, I won't knock their following. Obviously, they're good shows. I'm just the outsider. Um, but for me personally, those would be the bottom two. Um, I've not watched Game of Thrones. I heard it was good until it wasn't. Sure. Uh, you know what's funny? Ozark is like widely considered one of those best shows. I don't even know what it's about. I have no really? idea what the what it is, what it's about. No idea. I I don't know what channel it was on, what network it was. I'm, nothing about it. I just know I, it's one I, of those I, like it's a great show. I feel like it was just a Netflix show. But um, what I will say is, if for those of you who watched Ozark, um, it it tested me in more ways uh, or more harshly, I guess, um, to stick through a show whilst absolutely despising a character. Um, his wife, Wendy, in that is a despicable human being. And it's a storyline that is just, while the entire show is just so realistically unfathomable, um, what I will say is like, you could kind of get me on that suspension of disbelief mode for a lot of it, except for what happens with her and who she becomes just fucking dumb. Just can't stand that woman at all. That's the only reason Ozark would not be higher because other than that, it's a really good show. Um, better call Saul's number one. Yes. Uh, I finished it last week and I I loved the whole show. I just was not a fan of the way they transitioned stories at the end. Um, it just annoyed the shit out of me that the the. I haven't watched that yet, so I know I'm gonna try and give yeah, this without yeah, yeah. spoiling anything. But you're following the day to day life of Jimmy and Kim, and mm-hmm. you get to the point post Lalo when that's taken care of, and like ten minutes at the end of an episode, they go through the parting of ways of Jimmy and Kim. And then they flash forward to his sandpiper mansion, you know, money. It is there. And it's like 10 minutes at the end of an episode. They burn through an entire season's worth of storylines with a few time jumps. I'm like, God, they really annoyed the shit out of me. And then the last few episodes were focused mainly on Gene and the post breaking bad stuff. So Mm -hmm. they wrap everything up. It's fine. But like as a viewer, when you're in kind of invested in the story of what they were doing, they just, it it was, I don't know. It it should have, you probably should have cut a little bit of the gene stuff. There was an entire episode there that was basically worthless and nippy. I didn't, I didn't (laughs) like that one, one bit. You could have got rid of that because it was all gene, but it was setting up the storyline of the person that ultimately turned out. It's fucking dumb, but yeah, I don't know. I, I loved it until the very end. Did leave a bit of a sour taste in my mouth, but I did get, you know, the conclusion that, we all want it, I suppose. So it was fine, but sure. it did, it did, it did tarnish what I was thinking of that show. Cause I, that's the first six episodes of the season, whatever the hell it was. Perfect television show was just fucking awesome. But, yeah, um, I'm that's one super stoked. Breaking bad is two. How are the other ones? The wire. I had a real love hate relationship with the wire. And I rewatched that, uh, yeah, last year. We rewatched it at the same time. Yeah. I, 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 I loved the ending of it. The, the the overarching story was very good. I loved the way it ended. I loved season one and the last season. 
There's just so much shit in that show that was just so unnecessary. The entire season they spent on the docks, I think it was season two, it was fucking, why? What is the point of, of this whole other storyline and random characters and this Tom Carcetti and who the hell were the two cops, the white guy and the black guy, whatever yeah. the hell their names were, like that entire story. It's just, there's so many people and so many things. And it's like, if you just kind of compressed to that a little bit and cut out some of this extra shit, it would have been fucking awesome. But God damn it, man. A real, real love-hate relationship with The Wire uh, upon rewatch. Yeah, I think just, and we talked about it before when we talked about this show, like last year in, in whatever episode, you know, it, it was one of those things where it took so many risks and things we hadn't seen relationship-wise uh, or character arc-wise and story development-wise for the times. So everything was a wow factor that, like, even the holes the holes that that are that were always present in this show kind of took a back seat because you were so invested in like i can't believe they just did this i can't believe this is who that character is or this is what's going on and like that really held you but you know now that so many of those things are are you know just ever present in in you know media consumption regardless of how it is that wow factor is not there so upon that rewatch you're you're like wow this is this ain't great. Like it's good, but it's not great. It's yeah. not the, sh- the the show that we all you know lived and died. You know, every what was it a Thursday night show? I can't even remember. Um, you know, just sitting there waiting for this episode every week to sit there and watch. Yeah. Um, you know, it just didn't hold up that way. But not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, a lot of shows don't hold up on on rewatch to the same level. Not everything can be Seinfeld. What was the other one? The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead is just long. It's long. It's just... You know, they walked until they died, Dan. Well, yeah. It's... So I didn't watch it originally. I watched... Uh, I binged it up to like five and a half at one point. Um, I didn't watch the first seasons as they were airing, So, I, which I typically don't with most shows. I, I prefer binging. But uh, So I watched the first five years and years ago, whenever the whole season five was, and then stopped watching again. Because the back half of season five was fucking ridiculously stupid. Well, it turns out most of that show was just... They just take forever to get to story to story to story to story. And it was fine once they finally killed off Rick and brought in Alpha. Spoiler alert, everyone, I guess. But, uh... Oh, my God! <laughs> it, it got significantly better in season nine and ten. But holy fucking shit, from the back half of five to season nine was some painfully boring television. So, that was there. Uh, so it would be Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, The Wire, The Walking Dead, and then I didn't watch Ozark or Game of Thrones. So there you go. Uh, well, there he go. <laughs> um. Okay, that's the Roseanne one. I got to fucking read through that one to like in delivery here. Uh, let's see. Hmm. <clears throat> Uh, this person says, do you have any guesses for the Flyers reverse retro jerseys? Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like, like what, what else? If I had to guess, I think they're going, what can they do? If I had to guess, uh, they're going, they're not going cream. They're going Chrome. They're bringing the Chrome. Oh, that'd be my guess. Uh, They could do cream if they went 2012. Winter Classic, yeah. They, they the the Phantoms wore something very similar in their outdoor game, which was fucking a beautiful jersey. I have a piece oh, on brotherlycock.com. You can uh... like top and it has the the black bottom mm-hmm. on that Phantoms one. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah, the was, inverted Winter cool Classic. Jersey. That was fucking awesome. Uh, that would, I, I wrote a piece on this at Brotherly Puck a few weeks ago. 
um, putting my Photoshop skills to test to do something. But because it, it seems like a lot of the other teams are kind of pulling out old favorites. You know, the yeah. Lightning are going, the the Bolts and the Fishermen are back, and you know the sand, the Sharks are going Golden Seals and all kinds of shit. And the Flyers don't really have that to draw. They don't have that, you know, previous incarnation or wacky alternate jersey or anything like yeah, that. We, so, we didn't have a 90s jersey, you know, like we just we didn't have that. Yeah, they, they, they've only you know really had a few jerseys throughout our history, you know. So my guess mm-hmm. is if they're looking for something, just the most different thing they got is the chromes, you know, some kind of version of that. So that would be my guess off the bat. Um, I guess they could invert some of the shoulder pad jerseys from 2008, uh, which would be not great or just you know invert the re- former reverse retro you know stick with the the 90s uh eric lindros jerseys just make them a different color but yeah, yeah. i think this one is probably going to be relatively disappointing overall i don't think you've heard anything about it yet most teams have at least been spoiled at this point i don't know if i haven't heard shit about the flyers probably because there's just nothing worth hearing probably <sighs> all right <clears throat> four flyer side chat I just want to let you two little meat sacks know that my definition-based empire has not been affected by your little stunt last week, and that I have initiated a universe-wide system check to compensate for any disturbances that might arise in the future. Not sure how an Amish porn star and a guy who hates elbow macaroni were able to hack into my systems, but I digress. You got nothing else going on. (laughs) Guess not. That's why. You two fuckheads can't possibly begin to understand how Jack and Jill went up the hill to meet the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, who went to the little teapot short and stout. I mean, clearly, the Itsy Bitsy Spider went up the water spout to meet Old MacDonald with his farm, Bob Bob Black Sheep, and the three blind mice, which upon Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, E-I-E-I-O! Wait, what? What the fuck is going on? No, no, no! God damn it! Now I have no choice but to enact the final protocol. You two fuckheads are done! This has been Roseanne Barr, your guide to the wonderful world of words, and now it's time to end itself! I feel like this is, like... I can't remember Bumblebee from Transformers who had to speak through the radio where you just change channels. I feel like someone's changing the fucking channels on Roseanne Barr right now mid this rant. Just... Keeping the volume at the same decibel and just sitting there randomly every three and a half seconds, eight and a half seconds, changing the dial to something else, flipping itself into another nursery rhyme. Brilliant stuff. Sounds like we're towards the conclusion of this story as well. It does sound like something's, uh, happening. something's happening with Roseanne. It, it sounds like there's a detonation uh, deep within Roseanne's soul that's about to just. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to end this week. <sighs> that was it. That was, that was the last question. Yeah, that was all it. right, man. Dude, that was a lot again. These the, our listeners are really coming through. Speaking of listeners, Dan, I gotta, I gotta, I forgot about this. So this, this is actually last week, and I forgot to talk about it then. Um, but I saw this gentleman out again. <laughs> so again, I, I I talk a lot about uh, some of these neighbors, right? Um. However, th- this is na- this is a neighbor that I uh, I appreciate. So neighbor uh, neighbor Mark, you're, you're a good dude, uh, and I pre and I, I apologize uh, profusely. Um, I am apparently the reason his twelve year old says what in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
I so I'm walking Bryce the other day, uh, like last week, right? And I'm I'm this guy's Mark. He's watch. He's walking. Excuse me, his dog. Um, and every time I see another dog, I'm always like, Hey, do you want to let them? Do you want to let them meet and kind of play it like that way? They're not constantly polling every time they see other dogs. It's like just let them play. So and he was kind enough to be like, yeah, sure, no problem. So, you know, we let our dogs kind of go over there and just play for a little bit. And he was just kind of asking me what I what I did. Um, and he was just like, man, your voice sounds really familiar. And I'm <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I don't I don't I don't really get that often. And he's just like, do you like do you do some sort of media like like ha- have you done some sort of as like. No, not really. And he's like, yeah, you sound. You sound like a guy on a podcast I listen to. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, this is going to sound strange. But like. You don't you, you don't happen to be like on on flyer side chat, right? Are you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that would be me. And he goes, I got to tell you, man, my kid got in trouble at school for saying what in the dick. And when I asked him where he heard that from and why he was mixing up curse words he said he heard it on this podcast show so i downloaded it and started listening um which by the way neighbor mark fucking loves um uh mike and manny uh that's that's his favorite show uh he says admittedly he doesn't listen to ours too too much anymore because he doesn't want to fuel his 12 year old's toxic little brain um but yeah, I, I found that I was, I like, I couldn't even apologize. I was just like, I listen, he's going to, he's going to make more friends than I'll lose. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. Um, but uh, I did, I found that interesting. So neighbor Mark, if you happen to be listening to this episode uh, when it comes out, um, you know, I promise I'll continue to give your kids some, some more interesting <laughs> phrases, utilizing swear words. Uh, that make no sense. So love it. What the dick. <laughs> oh, uh, it's always nice meeting fans. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> which, and it doesn't happen too, too often with this show. It, it's, it's weird for like the, like I had a very specific listening crowd to any of the always next year. Uh, my previous brand, um, or first brand, I should say not previous. Um, but like we came out the gate like really hot and we just we got a ton of listeners right away. Um, and from that point on, like, I don't think we ever gained listeners. I think it was like a slow and steady drop off because more and more people were creating podcast content and people were getting interested and they were just much better than what we were producing. Um, and. I used to get that like there, there were, there was a couple in my neighborhood that like it, I'd be walking the dog and, you know, I would hear with them as they drive with their windows down and I would hear like my buddy LJ, like talking Eagles football in their car. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. I was like, I dig that. There's another kid whose mom I met in seven 11 before. Um, and she was like, can we take a selfie? And I'm like, we, Jesus, <laughs> I'm not anybody. Why do you want to, whatever? Sure. Um, but it is cool though. Um, and if you do see us out, it's fine. Well, at least if you see me out, I can't speak for you, Dan, but I've met people at Phantoms games in the past. Yeah. Mm. 
and while we're putting over uh, rave reviews of this podcast, uh, Thomas Anthony here on Twitter right before we uh, started recording. I'll yeah. admit I hated this podcast so much because when I first started listening, I was like, why are they not talking Flyers hockey? Then I realized if you actually listen a little longer, the show is fucking hilarious. We appreciate it. We do. We uh, do talk Flyers hockey on this Flyers podcast. Yeah. What? It still fucking pisses me off. That goddamn... That that, that was podcast. That one more podcast out there. They don't talk hockey. How do they just shut the fuck up? And at the time, Dan, we still were talking. Flyers <laughs> hockey. Yeah, we only barely got dipped our toes in this fucking right? crazy pool. Like what's, yeah. what's crazy about this whole thing is like this show for what it is now for those people who dislike it now. And that's fine. This is not everyone's cup of tea. And I, and I get that. Um, this was this was truly an accident. You know, like we had decent, stimulating hockey conversation. It wasn't vastly different from the rest of your network. And I think ultimately it's like, how many flyer shows do you need, you know, on one single network? Um, you know, especially when there's a constant voice present throughout in each of them, yours, Dan, that like all it took was just that one story and that one moment to just kind of light us up for like an aha. And it's like, oh, there's more here to our chemistry and the way that we can talk and communicate, you know, that can keep this thing going and it doesn't have to be specific to hockey. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure when there's actual hockey substance to talk about, that doesn't make us want to, I don't know, hang from the rafters. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, but right now this is, uh, this is like, this is medicine in my week. Oh, yeah. You know, this is, this is a good time. Um, you know, and again, wasn't what I set out to do. I'm sure it wasn't what you set out to do. It's just, like I said, we just responded to that moment, um, which if you've listened to us from the time that we did talk Flyers hockey all the way through now, I don't know whether to apologize or thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you imagine someone who really loved the old show and really loved like my analytical like findings and conversation and like my actual sports talk. And like your your constant sports talk and presence and the way that we talk and they're hanging on every week. Like I just know next week they're gonna talk hockey again. They're just sitting there, just <laughs> sad. It's been two years, <laughs> and they're just sitting every episode and they're just like, "Oh, Flyers talk, oh Flyers shit." <sighs> oh, talking about swinging sword again. I swear. I I I got I got two other mainstay Flyer shows and. Flyers AD and Frequent Flyer and a yep. random assortment of guests, Sisterly Pod and all this shit. There's plenty of other Flyer shows on here. If I want one show or we'll talk hockey for 10 minutes but spend the other 50 just talking about random bullshit, that's fine. I realize this show's not for everybody. I understand that. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. If you don't like it, stick it up your ass, ho! I just, <laughs> I don't care. I, I'm, I'm here to have fun. And then, you know, it just slowly but surely gets out of control. One day we talk about broken cocks, and then the next week somebody says something offensive, then the following week we up that by saying something even more offensive, and then we just keep going and going and going, and somehow we talk about walking little boys on leashes and shit like that, and it's just completely out of control. Today was a weird one. Um, yeah? Today was, today was something If anybody else. makes it this far in the episode, they're probably going to give up after the first five minutes. Dude, can you imagine? Because I don't know how I phrased any of this stuff. Like, what if they're sitting there and they're just <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> What if he's like the subway guy? No, I'm not like the subway guy. Jesus Christ. I just freaked out that a kid was getting walked on a leash. I never did address the toilet paper in this room, did I? No, we went off on a tangent about walking children. Fucking kids, man. I should... 
Could you imagine if there was a transcript of the show too? I just said fucking kids. You, you could read it like, holy shit, man. This is just dark. I thought when I, I, I saw the toilet paper there and I thought you were like in the bathroom or something. And I was like, huh, podcasting on the John. That's an episode. <laughs> we Remember when you uh, were sick that time and I said we should take a field trip in case you ever had to vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think we that should just take x as a joke, <laughs> just go to Dunkin' and get st- some uh, donuts in the middle of the night. You and, could, that's right. Uh, you, could, you you did that yourself again. I'm sorry. Anyone who gets donuts from Dunkin' that late, you took a risk. You got what you deserved. But I'm saying we do. We just we sit there. We add a little bit of that special X lax powder, just like Salt Bay guy. Bam! Throw it in a little bottle, shake it up, drink. An hour later, we record. We see who cracks first. I'm sweating. You're sweating. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm hearing your stomach grumble. You're hearing me fart. And we're sitting here. We're saying, what's going to happen next? Next thing you know, we're both laying in a bathtub, <laughs> shitting straight up. And we're just seeing fountains of wet, just, ugh. <laughs> that would be the last show. That would be it. <laughs> the finale. Could you imagine? That's when that's when Stephanie walks in and she's like, are you done? Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a fountain of poop. What a show. What an episode. This is strange. Why do you have toilet paper in there? Stephanie, um, she has a sinus infection and she's used all nine boxes of tissues mm. that uh, that I had in the house over the last couple of weeks. Um, so now there's just random toilet paper rolls all over the house. Like she had to print out, she was in here for five minutes to print something out in my office. Uh, and she had to take a, a roll of toilet paper with her cause her fucking nose is just leaking. I'm like, Jesus. So yeah, that's why that's there. Well, there you go, listeners. An hour and five minutes after we started talking about it, you finally get a conclusion to that story. And now to talk the first line of the Philadelphia Flyers. All those listeners sitting there just rubbing their hands together, all <laughs> excited. <laughs> Thought we were going to talk hockey. Sean Couturier, JVR, and Travis Konechny. Is there a slower, more uncoordinated top line in the history of the fucking NHL? It's just depressing, dude. Like, you know what sucks? And we're going to have to But hey, at least we can buy, you know, $40 pizza. Damn straight. But what sucks is, like, we didn't hardcore commit to this as early as we should have. To be in a place where it's like, okay, we're going to suck this year or next year. But we are going to have a ton of prospect depth at the NHL level that deserve to be there. We have legitimate, you know, blue chip prospects up here playing, getting meaningful minutes, and we're going to get to see that growth process from all these kids. But no, we went half ass. So we're sitting here with, you know, a, a guy who's going to be making, I, I don't know, a, a million dollars for each vertebrae. He's got broken in his back right now. Be our top line center. Yeah. Just stupid. Just stupid. And I love Sean Couturier, but I love him as a 2C for $6 million. Yeah. 
How long? How, what are we at right now? Hour six minutes and minutes. fifty-eight seconds. All right. Okay. This is this is good stuff. Yeah. That's fine. That's hurtful. I felt good about this one. <laughs> My sickers still haven't come in, so I, don't, I didn't get to. I just realized too. I'm going to have to like shave the outline of the sticker around my nipple so that it like sticks appropriately. I don't know if these are like, it's like regular body, like regular. I don't know if that's going to work. Do you? Um, hold on. Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to like hold the sticker in place over my nipple and then like get the Bic razor out and start scraping away at the outskirts to give myself quality perimeters and then I'm gonna have to shave inside and then drop the sticker in place I feel like that's what's gonna have to happen Mm, 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 mm. Oh, Here's a red bubble oh, oh. sticker of a brotherly puck logo. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting. So we'll see if these work. I'll tell you. I just well, there's twofold, so I need to know one if it sticks and sticks securely, and two, how bad it hurts your nipple hair. Areola hair, I suppose, to be a little more <laughs> Pacific. <laughs> so Boom! How, what's What's, that's what I'm saying. That's the uniform, right? Ready? It does stick. Eh, that was fine. Okay. It didn't fine. seem like it was bad. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Solid. I'm just, I didn't want to, you know, rip off like the extra diameter to my areola. Like, <laughs> if that was going to be the case, I needed to like make it extra cold in this room. So the nipples were real tight. That way I didn't have to potentially lose. Nah, you'll be fine. Some roller. Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. How do I do with this sticker now? Where am I going to put it? Put it on that mic. You have another one on the other one. I guess you don't really have a place to put it on that mic. Yeah, it's not exactly a good place for it. Hmm. Is that going to fit? Uh, no, it's not going to fit. Fuck! Put it back on the sticky pad. Put it on the ear of your, uh, this thing. Your headset. Yeah, it doesn't really work either, but I'll put it there. Do we have the same headphones? Tear my hair out when I am. Uh... It's just hair. I got a brotherly pod one. Should I put it on the other side? Fuck. I crossed the leg that I can't cross. That's deep. Haven't we all just crossed a leg that we can't cross? I'm telling you, man. I think the I think what happened was when I when I finally hit a particular weight that like when my balls switch places, that like now Gravity still wants to pull it back to where it's supposed to be, so I'm always feeling like someone has just like flicked me in the nuts. Where did that so tweet I... stem from? Where you said you couldn't fit in a booth at a restaurant or something? Wait, what? 
You had a tweet earlier in the week, something about you were sitting in a booth in a restaurant and you were too fat and you were stuck or some shit. Oh my God, dude. All right. So <clears throat> I, I was meeting a buddy. Uh, we we're just, we we're exchanging screenplays. Um, and he prefers like hard copy as opposed to a digital like make notes on a, on a digital file. So we printed out these fucking screenplays to exchange with one another. So we met at a restaurant for dinner um, and I was sitting there and, and it was just like, like I sat down and we're in a booth and I'm like this, this is the most uncomfortable booth I've ever been in. And to my credit, I asked my, my buddy who is a much slimmer person than I am. He's built like you he was like, these are definitely terrible. He's like, they, these are really fucking uncomfortable. And I'm like, okay, so it's not just me, um, you know, but it was like, I literally, I came home and I had to, I had to lay down on a foam roller. <laughs> Stupid. That's just terrible. And you know what's crazy? I've lost 20 pounds and I actively look fatter today than I did when I was 20 pounds heavier. <laughs> I feel I think like it's true, just, actually. I'll let you know. Right? No. And another part of it is I did trim up the beard, and it's it looks, because it's a lighter color now. That was the first thing I noticed when you came on. I'm like, oh, Shane let his beard go. What a horrible decision that was. So uh, it's you still see all our, seven of your chins now. That's what I'm saying. That's a bad choice by Shane. Yeah. Right? Now, again, if I sit up like a... No, it's really not great. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I just I, you ever look at yourself in the corner of the mirror not mirror the the when you're facetiming someone or on a video chat with someone and you know you sit there and you're like you're making eyes at yourself the whole time checking yourself trying to make the make the facial angles look out like so that you look like a thin person when in reality whomever you're talking to on the phone knows how obese you are and Dan certainly pulls no punches to that it's a constant fucking reminder Every, Dan just calls me in the middle of the night sometimes he's just like lose some fucking weight. It's bad for the brand. Um, the show I mean, needs to I, last a while. I'm concerned about your health. You can't die. That's, that's understandable, right? And I take that seriously. So I've lost 20 pounds. I don't understand. I feel like the 20 pounds I lost is specific, specifically muscle. And it's just like disintegrated into fat. So I just look softer now. It's so dumb. <laughs> like... I, I like naturally have broad shoulders and like very muscular legs. And like, I think it just like, I think it just turned to like soft fat. It's terrible, man. I just don't get it. Huh? It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. I, uh, so last story before, before we sign off, cause I'm sure that, you know, sure listeners got better things to do than continue listening to me talk uh as indicated by our famously recorded one star review uh on wednesday i'm making my return to my former branch uh to go fuck up their day Hmm. i gotta get some work done on my car uh and my mechanic is right across the street so i texted my buddy i was like hey you know i was like "Are, are you guys there on wednesday I'm going to stop in, you know, like I'll bring breakfast or something for everybody. We'll, we'll hang out for a bit while my car is getting some work done. And he's like, yeah, we are. He goes, but just, I have to ask you a favor. I said, sure. What's up? He goes, you have to not 
fucking make fun of the mermaid man because <laughs> or the other one because we have to deal with this person for the rest of time you get to leave and i'm like oh i'm gonna do it i'm going to make him just cry it's gonna be i i want to record the whole thing i've never been a bully in my entire life i'm gonna be one on wednesday fuck that guy fuck that guy. fuck that guy all day piece of shit fucking gucci cross stomach mermaid ass fucking fuck that guy i'm gonna never get invited back you look like a meme not a meme an emoticon an emoticon you look like an emoticon right now with your eyebrows all angry and then you're 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 like because you actually have a beard that you can see facial distinguish. Like, I just look like a circle. <laughs> That's all I look like. It's just a circle. <laughs> but you look like you have an actual like face with distinguishing characteristics. But you look like a, an emoticon for a second. I just Googled uh, dudes slapping dicks and I got some... Uh... Oh, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. Did you see that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> God damn it, man. My foot is sweating, I guess. So I went to try to push myself away on my, you know, desk pad, the chair pad on the ground. And I just didn't. I just kicked forward and stayed in the same place. Pretty sure that's how fat guys tear ACLs trying to stand up. <laughs> just tell me, man. Is it just, just one of those little rock back and forth type guys? Is that it? Uh, yeah, something like that. All right, man. I just imagine that this is just like that John Travolta video. I can't remember the movie. But the thing goes around every once in a while. Like a little video. And he's just dancing. And just all cock and ball. It's just terrible. It's a horrible sight. So dumb. Shut up! Working their still hard penises together in their intermingled juices. In there, what? <laughs> what are they just like uh, constantly at a pre-cum state? Apparently, that's fucking weird, right? I thought that was yeah, savoring the warm, wet sensations. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, God, Jesus. I hope you're in an incognito window. Dan. I am. Don't worry about it. You know, God forbid anyone else in your house sees what you're Googling. <laughs> yeah, but what if the dog walks in and finds out? He's going to fuck something to She's it. She's going to judge me. I don't need the... We already came to the determinant that the NSA is watching us today. So. That is true. That is true. What a quality bit that was. And to work the IRS into it also. Just awesome. Brilliant. Is it different for the gay man? Yeah. You guys are more like, let's just insert things and move on. <laughs> I'm sure some people are, uh, you know, the four plays and whatnot. Me, uh, uh-uh, I just put it right in. Jesus. <laughs> nope. Nothing. <laughs> I'm here for a good time in a long time. <laughs> it sounds like you're here for an IL stint. Yeah. can't even fathom right like <laughs> wait what are you reading are you watching porn right now should i be watching porn i kind it's, it's it's research purposes 
Sure, tell yourself that. <laughs> My hands are up here. I didn't say. I'm look. I'm not saying you're Pee Wee Hermaning it. <laughs> Just watching some some weird stuff. <sighs> okay. Men slapping meat. I don't know what our what our like need is to do this. It just it just comes over me. I don't know. Everything's so animalistic in the bedroom. It's it's you know. I don't like make breakfast and just look at her and just be like, you know what I'd like to do right now? Just that's not but in the throes of passion? Sure. Have you ever put your dick inside somebody else's dick? <laughs> that is not the research you're doing right now, is it? Te- uh, technically, yeah. Why? Why not? Why? Dude, I... I would rather watch that NCAA basketball leg break in slow motion on high def TVs as big as my house on repeat with my eyes stapled open (laughs) for 24 hours straight with loud ass non-music just slamming noises with the neighbor across the street in my presence. Than ever, ever watch someone put something in their urethra, let alone another unit, dude. So I don't think he's actually putting it inside. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. I think they're just uh, locking tips. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> This is horrible, man. This is horrible. <laughs> oh God. Oh. They're, they're docking. Oh Jesus. So I don't think he's actually putting it inside. I think he just I hope not, man. Let me, go, let me urban dictionary that real quick. See what the fuck we're talking about here. <sighs> <laughs> Shane is uncomfortable. <laughs> I am. Oh, I, like I'm throbbing in pain right now thinking about it. I'm throbbing for a different reason. Good for you, man. I don't. Which 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 penis? No, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. It doesn't matter. Either way, I'm in pain. A very intimate and intense sexual act performed by two uncircumcised men. One guy pulls his foreskin back and holds it while the other guy stretches open and outward as far as possible overhead of his shaft. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So it's like a Chinese finger trap. Oh, God. Does it get tighter? I think so. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? 
Oh my God! How do you even? What possesses? Why would? You, what is? How? What is? Just, uh, just let me rip, like just Hulk style, my foreskin, and just let you insert your unit so that I can give it a hug <laughs> with a little. <laughs> just uh, oh God! Two turtlenecks making. Uh, oh God! <laughs> Oh, we gotta we gotta talk about something else. <laughs> oh God! Oh. oh God! Oh, I'm not gonna do a sexual podcast. Oh. Oh. Do you think someone could stretch their foreskin over a prolapsed rectum? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I can't stop thinking about this shit. This is horrible. <laughs> oh, God. How much is there? There's like six paragraphs here. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. This is horrible. I can't wait to see neighbor Mark walk his dog tomorrow. An effect much like the Chinese oh. finger traps, which handcuffs allows quite a bit of masturbation action while easily staying inside of each other. This sensation is so intense, both guys will quite often ejaculate simultaneously. <laughs> That's the shared liquids they were talking about. Uh, yes. From a previous bet, now I've caught up. <laughs> oh, God. We oh, really buried the lead with that one. Fuck. Uh, <clears throat> Two peaks and a sweater. Oh, God. Uh... Dan, I'm still straight, man. <laughs> just... Oh, God. I gotta find me an uncircumcised dude real quick. I look, man, for research purposes, I think you have to, but holy shit. Huh. Jeremiah Scrotzberg. Jeremiah's foreskin. <laughs> Jeremiah Scrotzberg rides again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, that was not the uh, turn I was expecting the show to take. I don't know what I was expecting, Dan. I don't. This is this is a this is a new place. You should really look up that porn though. It's uh, quite. Uh... I don't think I can. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could do it. Oh. That's something. Imagine I just wake up, Steph, and be like, "Hey, we got to watch this together for a second. If I got to see this, <laughs> you got to see this. I don't know what's happening here." Jesus, it's like all how ugh, why. Huh. Well, I learned something tonight. So did I, Dan. <laughs> so did I. Oh, God. All right. I got to go let this dog outside. All right. <clears throat> Sweet Jesus. And on that note, everybody, 
<sighs> well, we'll call it a day here. Yeah. On uh, Flyer Side Chat. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking professional. Rap. <laughs> Because if there's one thing you can take away from this episode, it's that we're professional. <laughs> oh, God. God. All right. At Dan the Flyer Fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. Uh, BrotherlyPuck.com, all kinds of new shit up there uh, all week long. And, uh, yeah. Jane! You guys can get me on Twitter. It's uh, at Shane underscore Mead. And thank you guys for continuing to send in the questions. Uh, we we do appreciate it because Lord knows it's probably not always going to be like this in terms of content. And sometimes you guys really give it a lift. So we appreciate it. We love the community that we out here built. 267-227-0328. Text in if you're uncircumcised. We'll hook up sometime. <laughs> God damn it, every week now. (sighs) All right. And on that note, everyone, goodbye and good night.